0: Welcome to Magic Monday.
1: I'm Tess Whitehurst. And I'm Natasha Levenger.
0: And this is a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our
1: everyday lives. Hello. Hello and welcome. (laughs) Welcome to everybody. And hello, Tess. (laughs) Hello, (laughs) Natasha. This Mercury uh, (laughs) retrograde is throwing a bit of a... uh, swirling things. Let's put it that way. A swirl sounds positive, and it is positive. Yeah, that's, that's its thing. That's what it does. hmm So it's good. Um, so, Nat, uh, how was your week? We This is where we catch up, right?
0: <laughs> this is our check-in moment. Yeah, it's okay. it, based on our cards that we drew last week. So right. we drew... I drew the eyes of beauty. It was about seeing your life and yourself through the eyes of beauty. Oh. And then you drew yes. Remember? Cause I was like, Oh, it's like saying yes to what is. And then yes. you drew a card that just said yes,
1: yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. That I remember the yes. I forgot you did. You drew eyes of beauty. I thought I remembered we talked about, I guess that Mercury retrograde and just like saying oh yes to all of the, what all of was it. coming up, everything coming up. Yeah, Yeah, because
0: when you fight it, you know, that's what makes it worse. When you say yes to it, you can find the blessing in it and Mm -hmm. move through it.
1: Yeah. When you – what you resist persists.
0: Hashtag new age classic.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say what you resist creates shit. (laughs) Oh,
0: yeah. That's a new – new spin on it. My take. Hashtag my take.
1: <laughs> I mean, shits can be nice, but you know what I meant. Anyway, <laughs> we won't go there. Or we can. I mean, it's all human. It's all humanness. Yep. Um, so how was your week? Did you say yes to a lot of things? I did. Yeah, and it, it did really pay off. I mean, the,
0: I when I was thinking about the Eyes of Beauty, it what, that really did really fit too because... Uh-huh. Like we talked about last week, I got my hair cut, and I didn't really realize how different it was going to look. Maybe I kind oh. of did, but it was like I felt very self-conscious because mm. I'm making videos and doing Facebook Live, and I yeah. told Ted, "I'm I'm afraid someone's going to criticize my hair." And he's like, "Who's oh. going to criticize your hair?" And then someone did on Facebook. They <gasps> said, "Oh they no!" Say? They said, "Oh no! Please, God, let your hair grow back." Something like <gasps> that. Like if, God, yeah, something God. like that. and but it was funny because it was like I was loving it and other people were loving it and then this one person says this thing and then I was like I mean that's just the thing about being human I think we just you know get well also
1: it's that thing of where you were worried about it so there (laughs) was something inside (laughs) you that was already Maybe not feeling that, but, like, resonating with the fear around it. So then totally. when they said it, it resonated with you and uh, in that yucky place. I don't know. Yeah, you know?
0: Jeez. At, at yeah, the same ahead. time, then it helped me because I, I was realizing it was, like, The same feeling that I had before I read The Fuck It Diet that I've been moving through where it was like so much intensity, like that, Mm. my feelings of vulnerability of just my normal human feelings of vulnerability, I filter them through my appearance a lot. Like, oh, if I can somehow Mm. look, like somehow if I look a certain way, maybe I won't have to feel vulnerable.
1: Oh my gosh, Tess, I relate to this yeah, very strongly. Because my mother used to do this to me, too. So I've had so much work around that. Yeah. Because she was very focused on my appearance. It was, like, the only thing that she truly loved about me. But also uh. then would criticize me for, like, wearing makeup or how much time I took getting ready, like, when I was younger. And But it was all about... Um, but, I mean, at the same time, that was the thing that she liked about me. So it was like yeah. that's so – why I was trying to get the – Oh, yeah, anyway, there's so much loaded uh, stuff. So, so if I could control hair. that, then I could control everything is the belief, which is not true, but –
0: yeah, it's very yeah. similar like the patterns that, you know, we talked about in our session about that that's connected to my family too. That's been handed down that appearance is so important and just has really not been resonant like deeply. I'm like I'm so done with that. That mm-hmm. is not a story I want to keep telling. So yes. when that came up, I was a- I remembered how Louise Hay says in you can heal your life to just repeat I approve of myself, I approve of myself, I approve of myself constantly. So when I was starting to be like, oh no, my hair, and like just feeling very vulnerable, I just started repeating that. And just to kind of be aware, like it just brought it up like Mercury Retrograde does, these patterns that were really ready to let
1: go of so yeah eyes of spoiler alert for, for the sure. energy report oh yeah <laughs> but yeah you know it's funny as you're saying that one of my cats is standing outside the door looking in at me and just like beaming love at me mm. and i often feel like that like if i could look at myself with the love that my cats look at me and you know right. same with you like bringing that in like what how solo maybe looks at you or it's like, yeah, and it also reminds me of you could try that self-compassion thing. I mean, you yeah, could, everybody can, I can, putting your hand over your heart. This is a moment of suffering. May I be kind to myself? Yes, totally. Uh Well, I'm sorry that happened, and also, you know, I'm glad it did for you to work through it. It's like you are really out there, you know, because you're on all these different, Like you, you're good five tribe. You put yourself out there so much in all the videos. So it's like so much input that you don't necessarily need all that input.
0: No. (laughs) (laughs) I I was telling Dad, I was like, if people feel like they want to have a YouTube channel and, you know, get followers and stuff, they should really ask themselves – if they want to hear strangers' opinions about their
1: hair. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Because yeah. if not, you might want to rethink that goal.
1: <laughs> and not just your hair. You know, it's funny. Like, I'm sure it's whatever you feel vulnerable about. Yeah. It's what's totally. going to get called up. Like, totally. I feel vulnerable about my voice. I feel like that's what would be called up for me. Because I have had my hair, like, I'm pretty. My hair, if someone said something, I'd be like, well, whatever. Because... This is my hair. Right. But if they said something about my voice, I'd be like, oh. oh, Because that's my, like, insecurity. Or not, that's my only insecurity. (laughs) 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 But it's definitely, like, the one, like, that's out there, you know? I I mean, like. Yeah,
0: I I have had that too. I've always, uh, my insecurity about my voice. I've gotten over that one for some reason, but it used to be a
1: huge deal. I was so embarrassed that my voice is so high. Oh. See, I love your voice. And I think that um, maybe it's because you put it out there so much that you finally like you got just yeah, you just to got dead into it. I <laughs> <laughs> like you didn't grow through it, you just deadened yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my you can look at it either way. Well, I don't think anything about you has deadened inside that's like the opposite of what I would say about you. Thank you. <laughs> so Thank I you. think you grew through it. Um My week was pretty intense. I'm trying to think, like, how much I... I think it's going to be helpful to go into. I'm just trying to think, like, make it... I don't know. It's vulnerable. But basically, I'll try to do it in a nutshell. I definitely have been saying yes. And actually, this does go into the energy report, too. But... um, I've been noticing, you know, I, I think I've talked about before issues with my my dad has suddenly not been so nice to me since the beginning of the year. And um again, I feel OK talking about it because I'm not criticizing him. But also, I mean, and I'm allowed to criticize him. But, you know, this is he doesn't he can't say anything back here. But he's also um very resistant to technology so he won't have any idea that this is happening (laughs) and I'm not like you know slandering him or anything but from my side of it he has not been nice to me and so I've been noticing that it's been very hard for me not to give him my power even as I'm like calling it back to me doing all my techniques and I'm like why am I, so I just like put it up to the universe. How can I have more autonomy, more seniority and not just with him, but also like old things with my mom. So anyway, I actually went back to therapy like three weeks ago because I wanted a more clinical um analysis of things because, you know, yeah. I work so esoterically and I was just like, I want like... Just like textbook answers <laughs> for yeah. why he's behaving this way, or like yeah, the, the like a diagnosis, or you know,
0: yeah, and that can be great validation too. That I that's been something that was powerful for me with my mom and setting boundaries.
1: Yes, yes, to have someone it, to
0: bounce it off. That's like, no, yes, you're you're right to feel this way.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Just validating to be like, well, this is what's happening with him. This is clinically the, you know, yeah. but anyway, yeah, like this is how. And so then that, that is validating to be like, okay, you know, I, I'm experiencing this because of this clinical right. thing, um, which I quote unquote shouldn't need, but it's still helpful. You know, I'm a human being. So anyway, I realized that I, thought that I was at peace with certain things or I didn't care about certain things that he had said to me that actually made Brett mad but I would just be like that's just how he is you know and kind of write it off mm-hmm. um but other people who I would tell would be like I can't believe he said that but I was just oh. like well that's just him you know he had right. a hard childhood <laughs> or whatever I really don't feel much about it cuz I'm used to it but I real but then my therapist said to me Well, what would you – what would happen if you did feel angry? And then all of a sudden, I just was like, oh, my God. I realized that, like, I had been suppressing feelings, which is so crazy because I think of myself as such a person who's so aware and feeling all the time, you know? But that just made me realize, oh, my God, I'm not allowed to be angry at him. (gasps) Oh, that's so
0: powerful and
1: valuable. Yes. It was huge. I was like – Oh, my God. And it just made me – I'm, like, getting chills now even because it, like, really woke me up. Like, it also allowed me to get my power back finally. Yes. Like, I was, like, that was the key. Yeah. Yeah. So that was very powerful. And it's not like I'm, like, fuck that guy. You know, it's not like that. But it's just, like – Allowing myself to have anger, I don't have to tell him because, and I probably shouldn't because, see, it's not like that would not be helpful and that's a boundary I set for myself. Like, I don't need that input, Um, but I can still feel it, express it, you know, in other ways. So, and then, yeah, that gave me my power back to allow myself those feelings that is so great. Congratulations. Thank I you.
0: have had a similar experience because I read – when I read The Courage to Heal, which is for survivors of sexual abuse, mm. They it talked about in that book how when you're a kid, when you experience abuse, you always think you deserve it. Like you yes, just – you yes, can't totally. blame the parents. You can't blame – like your mom for letting it happen or the person who abused you because they're grown ups, And so you feel like, well, they know better than I do. And I need to feel safe. Exactly. I need to feel like they know better than I do. So I, I guess it must be something about me. So mm-hmm. then when I read that, I was like, oh, I do have anger at my mom for, you know, marrying this person who abused me. Yes. and And just like it's not – It's not really even about her at that point. It's about – just like with your dad, it's about like, oh, these are feelings. You can't like – you can't avoid them. They've got to go somewhere. And that was another thing it said was like if – when you're a kid, when someone hurts you, you you feel angry no matter what. But the anger has to go somewhere. So you put it – you feel angry at yourself. Did you feel like that? Like you realized you would – turn the anger on yourself
1: well not it's funny that we mentioned you not deadening and i also don't feel like i ever deadened but i think that's what i did i just kind of muted it and i wasn't mad at myself about this particular thing because it wasn't actually yeah i don't know i just didn't in this case i'm just respecting him by not saying exactly what he said because he can't answer back but um but um Yeah, in this case, I wasn't mad at myself, but growing up, see, with my mom, I've already processed all of this stuff, and I did 100% blame myself all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that part I worked out. In fact, I don't remember if I mentioned this. I feel like I might have said this once on the podcast, but, like, when I was, like, 21, a boyfriend's brother came up to me out of of nowhere and was like, you know, everything isn't your fault.
0: (laughs) Did oh, I say that
1: before? No. Oh yeah. He. Ju- I was like, we were just like at a party drinking. <laughs> I was like, did I? What? Why are you saying this to me? At the time, but I guess he just like saw it in me, which oh. is so funny. And at the he time, he was honoring it, his psychic. He had like an yeah. intuitive hit. Oh, that's
0: so interesting. It's really
1: funny too because he was so not a psychic person. Like he oh. was like against all this stuff, but he was just like he felt it. It was yeah. obvious to him. I guess. Yeah. At that time. Maybe it was obvious to everyone. I don't know. But so, yeah, I went through. That's something that I'm constantly healing because when some, especially when somebody's angry with me, the first step is like, oh, I did it. (laughs) Uh It's my fault. Yeah, right. (laughs) Um, And in fact, most of the time I have to say when somebody is aggressively angry like that, not just having their feelings, but like lashing out, it usually is a lot of um, projection. In my experience, that's what I've ended up sorting through is like, if somebody's like that, it's often not my fault, in fact.
0: It's about them, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, not just how they're saying it, but the whole thing, because I've been gaslit so much in childhood um, and throughout that yeah. it's like often they've made this whole thing up and, and I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, but, um, yeah, so I totally understand that part. In this case, so I've, yeah, healed a lot of that. So I didn't blame myself, thankfully in that particular thing but but I'm sure in other ways just for how he's being I do fight against that against that like it's my fault Uh, if he if I was different he wouldn't be treating me this way Mm -hmm. it's healing stuff that I am working through well congratulations thank you so great to feel your feelings yes 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 so that's where I said yes Cool. Yeah. So it was good, and the beauty is around me every single moment living here in Asheville. Gotta say, oh. I feel like maybe I was noticing it more than usual, and in all the animals. So yeah, that was our week. Should we um answer questions? Is sure. That what we do now. Yeah. Okay. Now it's you time think to I remember questions. week to week, but. So I don't. do you
0: have? I I will summarize um the one. Um, Mm -hmm. And then so we got a question from someone who would prefer to remain nameless Mm -hmm. about um, setting boundaries. So she summarized it in a way that was sort of like, how can I be a spiritual person and still tell people to fuck off? (laughs) (laughs) Like, how can you have boundaries? So the situation is... That her mom, she also has a narcissist mom and her sister is trying to get her to take care of her mom. But her sister, her mom lives closer to her sister because of something her sister decided. And so now there's like this, a uh, lot of guilt tripping going on. And
1: and well, I just want to say. Um, I actually saw somebody this week who had such a similar thing, but it's not them in case they're listening. It's just like, this is coming up. It was almost the exact same situation where the mother, it was the mother sick. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And the sister's caring for and and mad at this person for not caring for. Yeah. yeah. So
0: this Mm -hmm. is coming up to be healed right now. And, and then, so then this person who's asking this question, Mm um, said that she, you know, stopped responding to texts, set a boundary. But then the sister started to post things on social media that was that were, like, clearly aimed at her and mm-hmm. her decision to, you know, not be totally engaged with her mother in the way the sister wanted her to be. So she was wondering
1: how to deal with this situation. I think we can ask the question. Well, how about we go through the questions one oh. by one? Sure, do you yeah. have those pulled up? Yeah, I, I forgot do. to get them, okay, oh, okay, yeah. So the first one is how do I respond to this type of behavior? Should I unfriend my sister and this other relative? I feel like I'm being publicly shamed, even though I'm not tagged in the posts. Um, do you want to respond? Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, this is my opinion. You can see what see, uh-huh. we can see what you think, Natasha, but I feel like the post because she sent she also sent us a screenshot of some of the things her sister had posted on social media Mm -hmm. to me this is egregious behavior this is not okay it's completely inappropriate so i it is my belief that you absolutely are uh, justified in unfriending her you don't have to look at that that is totally that and that's on her because that is really inappropriate
1: yeah i mean also, I, I 100% agree. I mean, it's basically what you kind of fantasize sometimes in your mind. I don't know if you do, but like, if I'm mad at someone, it's like I'll just post this. Well, if somebody were to like do this behavior, they're terrible. You know, I don't know, just some fantasy thing. But she actually posted it, yeah, without saying their name. So right. yeah, it, I 100% agree. You can un- you can and should, and also. You don't even need a reason. You can unfriend whoever you want on Facebook. Right. <laughs> you can yeah, unfriend and- everybody and then refriend whatever you want to do. This is your this is your life. Yeah, and, and toxic behavior, it doesn't matter if it's
0: a family member. You don't deserve that, and you don't need to have that in your life.
1: Oh, my gosh. My number one pet peeve is people excusing toxic behavior because somebody is family. I don't Ah, understand why this makes it okay. In fact, in some ways it makes it worse because they are more influential on you and your energies and your Mm -hmm. feelings because you grew up with them. And so they have more of a – like they're more in your DNA Um, Mm -hmm. maybe in this case, a part of your DNA. So in fact, I feel you have more, they have more of a responsibility to be kind to you. And this thing about, well, she's your mother. What, what difference does that make? If a person is mean to you or toxic, like, yeah, that there's no, there's, why should a rando be okay (laughs) to get rid of, but not somebody who's extremely influential?
0: Right, and also it, it sounds to me the way that you describe this, the way that the, the person the person who wrote the question describes this, it really seems to me like this. it's not even really that your sister really wants you to help take care of your mom. I feel mm-hmm. like it's that your sister wants to feel better about herself. She wants to feel like mm-hmm. she's the good daughter and mm-hmm. she's doing mm-hmm. things to make herself feel that way. It's an ego thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because when you unlash unlash – Unleash on, on somebody like that lash out it's yeah she has unresolved things that she needs to resolve and she could talk to you about it but it sounds like she doesn't know how to do that in a respectful way
0: yeah and and also being a spiritual person like we I don't think that we have to think of that as always being so sweet and filled with a love and light being nice and mm-hmm. allowing things mm-hmm. that don't feel right to us. It's not like you have I mean if you feel angry in this situation I don't know it feels so sticky and it feels so manipulative that I don't really think that engaging is going to serve you but no. just Setting a boundary. I don't feel like responding. I'm not going to respond. I'm not mm-hmm. going to feel guilty. I'm going to make decisions that feel right to me.
1: Well, I have two things quick to say. One is I know we're not talking about politics here, but I did hear something about Marianne Williamson that she said, um, in response to Trump's latest speech, which I'm not saying <laughs> no comment on that, just on what she said, which is that she, Anderson Cooper asked her, what would love say? In, to this situation. And she said, love sometimes says no. Oh, I love that. Yes. Yes. Because if you are, and I i only heard that headline and hear more of what she said, but, um, I mean, I only I haven't gotten a chance to watch it yet. Um, I just read the email, but yeah, love <laughs> does sometimes love is protective too. So love is loving yourself means setting boundaries, which sometimes means saying no. Mm-hmm. And then her next question was, how do I not feel guilty about not wanting to talk to or interact with my sister? And I actually wrote an Instagram post that seemed to hit a lot of people that you may want to read that. Um I have so much to say about guilt as it has come up a lot. But um you're not it's not about, I think, not feeling like if you're trying to not feel something you're going to end up feeling it, first of all, right? Do you want to say mm-hmm. something else about Oh, no, we oh, go okay. on. Well, I just have been thinking a lot about guilt lately, and one of the things that I realized was, well, like that I wrote about was, um, guilt really ties you to the situation. Now, I'm talking about not appropriate guilt. Like appropriate guilt when you actually do something wrong, and you're like, ugh, or you hurt someone's feelings, Maybe, you know, that's kind of a sign like, oh, let me examine that. And then Mm -hmm. you can examine it. And But this kind of guilt, you can do the same thing. But a lot of times it is in cases like this wanting to control the other person's reactions. Or like you don't want her to behave this way, understandably. And so if you're feeling guilty about it, it's like in a way tying you to them by trying to control their experience. And you can't control her. Yeah, you can only control what you do. You can't control her reaction or what she does. So letting go of the guilt. I know I just said you can't not. feel But but you can it can help you to let go of the guilt by letting go of the need for her approval or any kind of reaction or trying to control her reaction in any way.
0: Yeah, I thought that was so great, your post, guilt. It was guilt is a sneaky form of codependency because that is so true. And that is how I felt when I stopped um, talking to my mom, mm. when we stopped talking, was that it was like when someone is manipulating you feel like you're in their dance. Like, okay, how are they feeling? Like, am I behaving in the way they want me to behave? Am I helping them to feel the way they want to feel? And then to just finally disconnect from that, like, oh, yeah, I can't do that. I can't. Be that for them. I can't be the person that makes them feel comfortable and happy and good about themselves. Like that's too much work. (laughs) Yeah, and it's impossible. It's like a bottomless pit, you know. So it's so liberating to just be like, hey, you know what? And that, and it was the story for so long. The story she told that I needed to be a certain way and Mm. say certain things, and you know that for for me to disconnect and be like, oh, she's still telling that story now that I'm a terrible daughter, Mm. but I just have to stop believing it now.
1: Like, you know, yes, Yes. stop believing it and stop wanting to change it on her end. Like just letting go of, let her have her story. She
0: has this whole story now that, and it's, yep, I can't fix it. I never could.
1: Yes. And often when we feel guilt like that, it is also kind of a sign that the person is maybe manipulating or um, is, maybe narcissistic or something like yeah. that they're not respectful of you if we feel that kind because because people I think I might have also said this in the post that when if you don't if someone gets angry when you set boundaries that's often a sign that when they're not safe to be around because they don't respect your mm-hmm. needs and wants and you yeah know, and your boundaries totally. So, that's a long answer to how do you not feel guilty? And then the last question is um does it make me a bad person for wanting to limit my time and in interactions with my mother? I do forgive her for her past behavior. I feel love for her. I don't feel the need to have her in my life.
0: Yeah, no, I don't think you need to feel guilty.
1: No. I guess it's the same question. Does that make mm-hmm. does that make me a bad person? I think it's also the same thing when you're feeling when you're with somebody that makes you feel like a bad person for setting limits, then they're probably not a healthy person to be around. And this is, a, now I'm not saying if you've had interact where they've tried to hear you out and you've heard them out and then you realize like even after all this, I don't want to be around this person. Um, and then, you know, and they feel bad. That's just their feeling. But if they're, you know making you feel guilty and all of not making you feel but if you end up feeling all these feelings it's again a red flag that this person is probably not respecting you and you need to set those limitations to mm-hmm. care for yourself to love yourself and honor yourself and i think if yeah. you ask yourself am i loving myself by doing this you're or am i a bad person i think that you're loving so i'll be like no, thank you for caring for me mm-hmm. i feel like i'm talking a lot sorry
0: no, this has been, I think, a good thorough answer for this question. <laughs> <Okay>. I hope, <laughs> I, got I, hope um, <laughs> I hope this helps. So yeah, maybe Me too. So now do you have the
1: other question? Oh, oh yes. Uh the other question is And this what is from you... someone else. Someone else, yes. Um Oh, I think we have two questions. Oh. Two more questions. Um this one is love your podcast. I've been seeing a lot of affirmations with dragonflies lately. Have you heard this one? Yes. Oh, okay. Um and I'm wondering if it's my spirit guide. If so, what are my next steps? How do I allow my spirit guide to well guide me? Thanks so much. Do you want to answer okay. that? Yeah, so
0: I will say that it is my sense that this is more of an animal visitation. Like, this is a message from spirit about dragonfly rather than a spirit guide. Um, mm-hmm. but you, I mean, some people might call that an animal spirit guide, but I wouldn't say this is your one animal spirit guide. Is mm-hmm. that, are you getting that vibe too, Natasha?
1: Yes, I, yes, I do. I, um, this, yeah, go ahead.
0: Oh, I was just going to say that's how it works for me. It's like I have I did I know I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I have one animal that I feel like is my spirit animal. Like this is an animal that reflects my soul and mm. is like one with my soul and mm. I can connect with him in meditation and what And is then the oh, I don't I don't want to share. Oh, it's you it's a, know a secret. Okay. yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Okay. Secret animal. <laughs>
0: secret <laughs> spirit animal. And Love then it. um And then sometimes I'll be like, whoa, I've seen an elephant on an ad and then I, you know, I heard about an elephant and they saw an elephant video and then I read about an elephant. And so that's, I feel like, what you're having with the dragonfly. Mm -hmm. And with those situations, I like to ask, I like to start, before I look up the symbolism, I like, we've had this exact conversation before, I think, but I like to start by asking, well, what if I knew what this message was?
1: Oh, mm mm-hmm.
0: And then, Mm. like, what – and then I'll, like, in my mind's eye look at the elephant. What is he doing? What feeling am I getting? Is Mm -hmm. he showing me anything? You connect yourself because the universe is speaking to you in the language of symbol. So you can interpret that. The universe doesn't speak to you in languages you can't understand.
1: Yeah. So once you do that – But it's more subtle, though. It is more subtle. The language of symbol? Yeah, the language of the energy fields. You know, it's not like – hello i 'm in Dragonfly, and this is right. what I have to tell you you know
0: right like totally to yeah, do. like for example, one time it happened to me with a fox, I use this example. A lot that I, I was seeing, just like I said, a fox oh, a yes. lot. Oh, You did talk and then, about this. Oh, okay. And then I yeah. tuned in and I was like, the fox looks beautiful. The fox looks like he's blending in with his environment. And so it was that. It was like adaptability. Mm-hmm. So you might want to do that with the dragonfly. And then you can always look up the symbolism later. But start by tuning in to see what the message is.
1: Yeah, I just heard a really great analogy for the communication of the universe, which is like that if you um, turn on the volume, like if you're listening to a radio station and you go by all the stations, then real quick, then you don't hear, like, the one, the ones in between, you know. Then you have to, like, tune in, get a little, like, adjust the dial slowly. I'm talking about oh. old school radios. <laughs> yeah. So, and then you'll hear it. So it's, it's similar to that, listening to the messages of the universe. You have to yeah. slow down, you know, get quiet, listen. It's not, like, always brought – sometimes it's broadcast pretty loudly. You can't ignore it, but – yeah, so you may want to try that. And then the other thing is like when my dog Charlie died, he told me, oh, I'll be visiting you through butterflies because at that oh. time, butterflies were around a lot and like he just wanted us to, it's not like he was every butterfly, but just like he wanted us to remember him and like send little messages that like, yeah, he was thinking of us. He was with us, you know, oh. not that he was in the butterfly necessarily, but um but yeah, and then there's other ways to actually find out your spirit. God I think on here was it here that I said I'm getting the sense mine was a bear. Did I say that mm, here? I, don't I think, think I so. I think I did once because then Brett reminded me, isn't Manta a bear? Because when I was like twenty four I did this thing and I found out my spirit animal was this bear Manta and I was like, Oh my ah. gosh, it was he was a bear. So anyway, um, that I have like a real sense of. But yeah, these the universe likes to send messages through animals, through all kinds of ways. So
0: Yeah, I like I love that analogy of the radio. Because it and it yeah. was like that with the fox where I was like, Oh, there's another fox. I keep seeing foxes and I forgot to just stop and go, Oh, okay, let me before I, you know, just keep making a mental note, oh I've gotta look that up, let me just really <laughs> tune into that. Yeah. And it gets easier over time, the more you start to consciously listen to the universe and tune into the language of symbol then the easier it becomes the more natural the more confident you feel with it
1: that too yeah the more you get confirmations and then you can yeah trust yourself Uh, okay the last question is um this is really more for you i think my question is how can i make my showers more magical i don't have a bathtub in my home I do oh,
0: yeah. Off. That is true. I did see that one. I forgot. Mm-hmm. Well, I talk about that in my book, Good Energy Book, that you can always just visualize. Um, I think I called it a power shower. You can env- envision that the water is light and that the this white light yes. is washing you of all negative energy, any stuck energy, any challenging energy, any mm. dark spots in your aura,
1: just washing it out, sending it down the drain. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. So is that, I was, I tell people that a lot, but is there any way for like, I've often wanted to like somehow add essential oils or something, but that's hard to do in a shower, right?
0: Um, well, there is a way. I did the other day, I put some essential oils on a wash rag. Oh. And then washed, rubbed it over my skin. It must have been something like lavender, something Mm -hmm. that I knew would be safe. Mm -hmm. And then took a shower. Because that's a, I read about that in an aromatherapy book that you can do essential oil showers like that, as long as it's like your skin isn't too sensitive. And Mm -hmm. it's a, there's a lot of essential oils that will always irritate. So you got to be really careful with that.
1: Yeah. Or there's often nice blends, though, too, that are good. Um, And, yeah, I love a bath, though. It's too bad she doesn't have a bathtub. I just love baths.
0: Me too. But showers do have their own magic because the negative ions generated by the moving water, they're always magical. Even when you don't set any intention, you have no conscious awareness of it at all, that's uh, refreshing your energy. It's like,
1: you know how you feel
0: energized after you take a shower. It's It's those negative ions.
1: Oh, yeah. And a lot of times people get ideas in the shower if they're (laughs) writing or something like that. (laughs) Um, Okay. Well, now it's time for the energy report. Okay.
0: I wish you guys could see our faces when we announce our segments. <laughs> Someday
1: we'll do a live uh, podcast. Yeah, we'll that'd be us. so fun. <laughs> um. Okay. So this one, I was. It's very interesting. It's super Mercury retrograde. I guess kind of obvious, but first I was like, "Boy, every reading seems different." And then I realized, "Oh no, it's all. It all comes down to the same thing, which is, um." basically mercury retrograde of refining, revising, just getting down, getting doing like a real deep clearing. I mean kind of like what yeah. I did with my dad. Yeah. Is that what you were nodding about? Yeah. Like um well
0: just that I'm like experiencing that. Oh, you are too. too? Yeah, totally. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So there's been so, I mean it's funny cuz this my healings have varied from, like, literally, like, removing entities to just, like, basic, <laughs> um, you know, helping people heal their inner child, but it really does feel that same level of, like, I need to clear this basic stuff out to get, so that I can create the next thing, so that I'm free to go to the next thing. So, I feel like you probably have a lot of ideas for this, but um what I think it's just, it's basically down to basics, energy, healing stuff. And actually I was going to say, um, I like to do the gold light. Um, because I, in my experience with too much white light, it attracts like all kinds of guides or it's like a, kind of like a, like a uh, an alarm like oh what's going on over here <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> kind of thing but if you set up protection you're fine anyway but um but like taking shower when you take your shower just doing it exactly how you just said with intentionality and clearing out so that you're just like clearing out your aura clearing out your energy so that you're coming to things clearly um one great grounding thing that I did in my self-compassion class which was so helpful was um, doing this slow walking meditation feeling your feet on the ground and just Mm. like feeling every like going so slowly like feeling your heel and then the ball of your foot and it's like the most grounding thing I've done in so long did I talk about that last time? No, I no. Not. Okay, great. Um, so that's another thing. Like, if you're just fe- like just getting yourself grounded, you just want to get the basics. Like, so doing that for like five minutes, if you can, is so helpful. And imagining like your feet chakra, just releasing anything into the earth, and then bringing up earth energy through your feet chakra, up your leg channels, and then down your grounding cord, which is um at the base of your spine, in your first chakra, at the bottom of your first chakra. So again, just <laughs> maybe this isn't basics to everybody, but it feels basics like, but it's great. I mean, just to like re kind of like, come back to the basics again, if you haven't been doing it before, um, to remind yourself again, Oh, where's my grounding cord, like really releasing thing, releasing it out, filling up with gold. Um, and if you if it's the first time, this is a great time to have a grounding cord or saying, he'll, mm-hmm. you do already, so saying hello to it in present time. Um, yeah, so that's really, it's hard because that's why I was saying like, oh, everybody's so different. I, I don't know how I would give an energy report, but it really does come back to just whatever it means to you to um, cl- just have a nice refreshing clearing out and revising of your energy.
0: So with the walking meditation that you did, was it
1: barefoot on grass? Well, when I did it in class, it was not on grass, but it was barefoot. I think that's important. Yeah, thank you for bringing that out. Yeah, barefoot. On grass would be even better on the earth. Yeah, or
0: sand. Have you seen? There's some pretty convincing science about how healing it is just to walk Uh on the earth or sit on the earth. It's like this huge – I mean, there's a whole book about it. I haven't read it yet, but it's about how – Our modern world, like so many of the like stress, anxiety, and even physical illness and mental illness, that it's like Mm. because we're so not walking, just walking barefoot on the earth or sitting on the earth or lying on the earth like our ancestors did. Oh, yeah. I think there's some
1: guy, I forget what his name is, that talks about that a lot. It's called earthing. That's what a lot of people call it earthing. Oh, okay. I think this was someone else. Maybe he was talking about, oh, actually, <laughs> this guy was thinking about, I forget his name, but was talking about being naked all the time. Like um, having clothes on you is like a separation from, uh I don't know. Yeah, I
0: do crave that. I mean, I don't let myself think about it too much because I don't really have that situation where I can go outside naked. Yeah. But, man, when I do think about it, I really mm. wish I could. like that oh. air just everywhere in your body. Oh, and i I saw I went to a sexual an herbs for sexual healing class oh. a couple of weeks ago. and um the woman said if you could, the teacher, Brigitte Mars, she's really great uh, herb author that lives in boulder she mm-hmm. said if you have the ability to open up your vagina to the sunlight <laughs> that it's like the best oh. for um balancing for healing like yeast infections oh. and it's just like so
1: good for you to have sunlight oh in interesting. that area i can yeah. do that where i live Oh, I'm so jealous. Yeah. Only the cows would, on one side anyway, only the cows would see me. Ah, oh, and then I'll be totally if, normal to them. If, yeah. If they were in the pasture. Um, well, that's a good idea. Yeah. So that is, and I'm, oh, wait, before I finish it, I'm sure you also have some good ideas for basic, like, oh, you know, well, that's going to go right books. along with practical
0: magic. Oh, so a perfect segue. Yeah. Okay,
1: great. So that was the energy report. And now it's time for <laughs> Practical
0: Magic. I love saying that all whimsically. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so now um, – so this week, this is what I'm tuning into. It goes right along with what you were saying. Summer cleaning, unless you're in the southern hemisphere, which is winter cleaning. But, you know, a lot, we talk a lot about spring cleaning, but I, every season I have, like – this intense desire to clean and it's always different in the summer. I always have it. And it's this feeling of aligning with that, like really strong midsummer energy, like that purifying sunlight and Mm. getting super clear. So this week the moon is waning. So it's perfect for cleaning and clearing energy of all varieties. And the sun moves into Leo today. And then um, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Tuesday, Wednesday, and monday the moon is in aries so this fiery energy those are both fire signs so Mm. cleaning your house with that setting that intention to just like that oh and i did a um, card reading on facebook for the full moon i do facebook live card readings on the full and the new moon and the cards i got the first one was purify which is bougainvillea from my Mm. magic of flowers oracle and then it was stand in your power which is magnolia and then it was make a wish, which is dandelion. So it was like clearing out energetically and just cleaning your house, clearing all your clutter. I'm going to do that today. I'm going to go through like every drawer that do I have still time have to clutter do.
1: Clutter at this point.
0: Um, periodically, oh, yeah, okay. periodic. Like I just cleaned my kitchen for four hours the other day. What? It was
1: like I would have I, thought you would just have like two utensils. No, i just kidding. But <laughs> I mean, I would say like, I,
0: yeah, periodically I go through all the, and probably at least three or four times a year, probably oh, at the seasons nice. I go through, like to go through everything. It just, I feel like I have to, you know, do you ever yeah. feel that compelled? Oh
1: yeah. I told, I've been feeling that. I just like clean. Yeah. I've been, I've been in that stage too, but yeah, we have, so, we have so much. We have, we have a lot.
0: Well, and it goes along I'll say with all the the people and the animals in your family.
1: Yeah. Also Brett likes to hold on to things. And so oh, does yeah. my daughter. The two of them are real they they yeah. So it's yeah. a little harder. Yeah, but anything
0: that you can clear
1: clearing mm-hmm. clutter
0: and then space clearing too. I mean, I wanna do that, burn some sage, burn some incense. When you can mm-hmm. make noise like clapping or beating a drum or mm-hmm. shaking a rattle. I like to do that while I move counterclockwise through um, each room and area to unstick the energy and break um, it up. And you can ring a chime to lift the vibration or you can yeah, chant. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So purifying, just really summer cleaning, that's the uh, practical magic for this week. Summer uh-huh.
1: cleaning and summer space clearing. I love it. And that does go along with what I was saying. Just totally. like clearing it all out to get down to basics. So then, yeah, so then you can make the wish. Like you said. Yeah.
0: So you can get clear on what do you really want? And then it also goes along with all the revising that's happening during this Mercury retrograde. Like you were talking about all this revising. I, 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 it's insane how many rewrites I've been doing. I edited the card deck I'm working on. I edited the book that I have that's coming out in November and Mm. like it all in the, all in this Mercury retrograde period. And then I'm reviewing my bio. I'm, there was something else. Oh, my, my, website. Like there's so Mm -hmm. much revising that's happening and we can, as we clean and as we let go of clutter in the physical world, we can get clear on what do we want. It just naturally happens that it helps us reformulate our beliefs, our desires, our expectations, our stories helps heal our relationships. It just, it's like a panacea
1: energetically. Yes, it really is. I have noticed that because I felt like, like this morning I thought I was going to do all these things and I ended up just like revising my website. Um, yeah. And like attending to all of these business related things like that, just like clearing it out. And re- I haven't revised my website. I mean, I haven't, it's not up that long, but um, but the bio, I haven't looked at it, and I was like, oh, boy, this really needs a revising, so, mm-hmm. yeah, and it happened naturally, I think, just because clearing out other things, so mm-hmm. I'm really actually enjoying this Mercury retrograde a lot. Me
0: too, me too. Yeah,
1: I mean, I have heard that it's easier on certain signs this mm. month, this time, and Pisces is one of them, and Pisces rising, so... But anyway, okay, so should we do our card readings for the week?
0: Yes, but you know what?
1: First, we need to talk about rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. We would love for you to do that. Yes, thank you so much. I mean, every time we get one, honestly, these reviews are so nice. We (laughs) love them. Thank you so much. I just am grateful. We both are. Yeah. We really, really appreciate it. And yeah. So if
0: you haven't written one yet, we would love for you to do that.
1: Or um, even you- just rating it. um Yeah. If you feel compelled, five stars, that would be, that's also just as helpful to get, yeah, to get noticed so that other people can find us. And that's just one click. Yeah. And uh, hopefully this coming week we should be getting up on other, um what's it called? Platforms. Other, yeah, okay. Mhm. Platforms sounds good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and you can find me at com. You can sign up for my newsletter, find out about how to book a reading. If you want to book a reading, I updated my bio so you can find out more of what I do and um also on Instagram at highestlighthealing.
0: And you guys will love Natasha's newsletter. It's oh, always so you. informative and also so funny. Oh, and also thanks. her readings are great. Really great. I can't recommend them enough. Thank you, Tess.
1: And it's all, all of what you do, I mean, talk about informative. My God. The Goodbye thank Tribe, you. just tell them about it.
0: <laughs> thank you. Yes, <Yeah, laughs> And so God you can loves check your out... hair, by the way. Oh, thank you. God's not
1: changing your hair. He <laughs> took that prayer and he was like, I love her hair. Oh, that lady that said was praying to God about your hair forget it it was it
0: was it was a male
1: oh it um, was but, wow, mm-hmm. I, that was sexist of me
0: um <laughs> I feel like those that's often who criticizes me the most in various uh, ways, our men, um, but anyway, that's okay. neither here nor there um <laughs> <laughs> So, so um, you can check out the Good Five Tribe online school of magical arts at my website, which is TessWhitehurst.com, and you can try a month for free. We have online workshops, we have uh, live web chats every Tuesday, and we have a great community on Facebook. So it's a really fun program if you want to check it so out. It's
1: so great. There's so much to it. It's I highly recommend it. Yeah.
0: Thank you. And then I'm on Instagram at Tess4444 and Facebook at Tess Whitehurst Author, YouTube at Tess Whitehurst, and Twitter at Tess Whitehurst. And you can find Magic Monday Podcast on Instagram at Magic Monday Podcast.
1: And you can send us questions at yes. podcast at gmail.com. Yes. Okay. All right. Oh, which one do you want me to read? I feel like maybe I should read from the spirit animal because we were talking about it.
0: Let's do that then. Yeah, okay. that sounds great. Okay. And I had a jumping card while I was shuffling, if you want me okay. to start with that. Yeah. Um, I'm reading from The Oracle of the Mermaids by oh. Lucy Cavendish. And the jumping card is the same card we got for the Good Vibe Tribe web chat this week, which is oh. in Rama. Imrama, it's what? it's, a, it's okay. called Imrama. It means spiritual journey or a spiritual voyage. Um, it says wonder voyage, crossing deep waters, pilgrimage journey of the soul. Mm. So it's uh, the message is. I think this goes along with the clearing clutter if you think about that, and then the plugging into the earth and releasing. It's all, and then the plugging into your power and making a wish. All of the things that we're talking about that to be aware that we're really, I feel like we're really transforming, we're really all evolving right now a lot where we have that opportunity to mm-hmm. evolve, to like upgrade sort of our soul code and to plug into the energy grid of the earth to get more harmonious. So to listen deeply, I feel like this card is asking us to listen deeply to um, what we desire and also to be open to moving out of our comfort zone. Mm. So if there's something that you think, Oh yeah, I would really like to do that, but that's terrifying to me. That's a great sign that you should maybe take some steps toward it. You don't have to do anything that's going to really upset you, but you know, be al- alert and aware to like that might be a place of power. It's like how you and I were talking about how we both have felt self conscious about our voices, mm-hmm. which to me, I don't understand that with you. Your voice is beautiful. And I, mm-hmm. but it's interesting <laughs> that now we're, you know what I mean and I feel like that's kind of a a showing what I'm talking about with us where it's like sometimes Mm -hmm. our vulnerabilities our fears can show us where a lot of joy also lives you know yes
1: definitely yeah I love that so be aware of something that might be out of your comfort zone Mm
0: -hmm. and take that soul journey and just you know surrender to that soul journey even if you don't totally understand it just be aware that it's happening; that you're transforming on a deep level.
1: I like that. Okay, I picked the rhino spirit. Overcome Ooh. any obstacle. Would you like to see it? I'll show to us. Yes, there it is. Ooh, powerful. Okay, <laughs>
0: <laughs> rhinos
1: are powerful. Mm-hmm. So, are, um, I always mix them up with um, hippos. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, this says, if I, I'm going to have to put this in front of me because I don't have any light in here. Okay. Um, we always have the choice to press ahead and rhino spirit strength offers you the power to break through stubborn obstacles. This animal spirit knows there is more than one way to open a path to what you seek. When rhino spirit appears, you are reminded that you have a marvelous ability to overcome obstacles in multiple ways by going around them, shattering them with the force of of clear, deliberate intentions, or even transforming them into clouds that drift away by refusing to allow them to limit you. Apply your rhino spirit with creativity and no obstacle can stand for you have magic to make, you have magic to make and many ways to which to make it. Your power is awesome right now. One more little part. Rhino spirit also wants to remind you that when an obstacle appears to prevent you from getting what you desire today, it means that something much better is coming. Keep that in mind when you consider the nature of the obstacle in front of you. Great spirit loves you so much and only wants the best for you. Well, that's nice.
0: <laughs> nice. Yeah, so yeah. Rhino is inspiring us to remember that we can move through obstacles.
1: Yes, I like that. And I do feel like it kind of um – um it relates to what you said in the sense that like you're pushing past your comfort zone, like what may look like an obstacle may actually be, oh, like you said about our voices, like may yeah. actually be a gift and yeah. going through that, um, what appears to be an obstacle may, may actually be a door. How do you yeah. like that? <laughs> How do you yeah. like that poetry? Um, all right. Well, I, let's keep that in mind this week. And also yeah, the I great just... spirit loves us to have compat. Let's always remember to have compassion for ourselves on this journey because we all, we all are worthy and we all deserve it.
0: Yeah. And we're all human and we all yes. experience challenges and we're all doing
1: our best. That's right. Well, thank you again so much for listening. We'll see you yes. next week.
0: See you next week.
1: how do you like that poetry